Hey, it's Dean and Red, and we're the host of Essentially on the Rocks, a podcast built for after the 9 to 5. Yes, when being professional is no longer required. Come hang out with us. We drink whiskey, craft beer, talk crap, and laugh. We mostly talk crap to each other's face. And you did drink that wine I got you pretty fast. Yes, I do accept this, but don't act like you did not get smashed on $2 moonshine. We don't talk about that. (laughs) Join us on Essentially on the Rocks. New episodes released monthly. Again. Everybody to the limit. The cheat is to the limit. Everybody come on for Google Guys. I don't know <laughs> who it is. Probably is my God. I asked my friend Joe. I asked my oh. friend Jake. They said it was my Google Google God. God. Ooh, ah, for Google Guys. Ooh, ah, for Google Guys. Who said for Google Guys? Okay. Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. I wanted to emphasize sisters because I know right now we don't sound great. Like, <laughs> misters got, is more like it. Misters. <laughs> two misters. Oh my gosh. No, we, if you didn't see from our last post or missed the episode last week because there wasn't an episode, we unfortunately mm-hmm. were both sick. We're both fine ish now we're recovering recovering but all i I don't know all i have to say from this sickness is i swear to god if you guys do not get vaccinated like i'm sick i knew when they lifted the mask mandate i was like i'm gonna wait and wait for there to be a spike in cases i never effing thought yeah never thought because people are probably like oh yeah i got vaccinated i don't need to wear my mask now Mm. liars Mm. liars and it took its toll thanks it did this so is anyway. awful. I would not recommend. <laughs> so anyway, happy gay month, Kelsey month, pride month. It's me. Yay. Only <laughs> it's Kelsey. Month. It is my month. <laughs> my time to shine. Yay, gays. <laughs> <laughs> this is all about me now. So- <laughs> Just me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah. Sorry for missing last week. We just, we couldn't make it work out. And there Mm-mm. wasn't a day where either of us didn't feel like absolute trash I, I explained it like it kind of just felt like waking up hungover every day, but like the like your body hurts kind of hangover. Yeah, and I, maybe that just happens when you're old. I don't know. I don't know. No, I feel like I've constantly ran a marathon and I just can't <laughs> breathe. So yeah. that's fun. No, I did the whole no taste, no smell. Wouldn't recommend. It sucks. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. But we're back. We're here. Yeah, we're here now. Yay. And we're going to try to deliver. A, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Good we probably episode. sound like less than excited. We're just coming off of you know two weeks of dying. Mm-hmm. It's the little things. Yep. But anyway, we're back. We're back this week. Where did we go, Megan? This week we yeah. are going to the Bridgeton Covered Bridge in Bridgeton, Indiana. Yes, we are very creative. Keeping in this it state. simple. <laughs> Which actually we've talked about, we've mentioned Bridgeton Bridge before. Mm-hmm. I think it was first brought up in our second listener episode. Possibly, possibly. Mm-hmm. But we also sprinkle it throughout. Because <laughs> there's good reason that it always comes up and we'll get to it. Yep. Maybe. So we have a drink to pair. 
Yes. With it. And I've picked me, Megan. Yes, Megan picked this one. I picked a beer and I kept it local. I went with Terre Haute Brewing Company's Crossroads Cream Ale. Which I'm excited because I don't think we've ever drank it before. I don't, I've probably talked about it. I really like Sun King's Cream Ale, which mm-hmm. is also an Indiana brewery. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of looking forward to this. I hope it lives up. I hope Terra yeah. can match up with Sun King. I believe it's a newer flavor. When I was picking up, the guy's like, have you had this yet? And I said, no, right, <laughs> not right. yet. And the can looks really cool. It's just, I mean, I say it looks really cool. I guess if you're Midwest, it it's looks very cool. It's very Midwest. It's just kind of like a, kind of a basic red barn with the white trim and white fence. And then it's got a basketball, basketball goal, goal on it that's a little beat up and old, like a good old indiana basketball 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 (laughs) basketball goal should be Uh uh-huh and actually the whole crossroads i don't i always have to remind myself that not all of our listeners are in indiana which yay for that but indiana Terre Haute in particular and i think we've also mentioned this before but just as a reminder is the crossroads of america actually two of the longest interstates it's two yeah two two very main like roads interstates yeah Mm -hmm. cross here in Terre Haute Indiana so we like really capitalize in our downtown area of all places (laughs) so so we really capitalize on that yeah one of the streets here that goes by like my favorite coffee shop also runs through Northport Florida or Southport Florida I can never remember what it goes all the way to Florida like it's crazy so random but um I picked this because Bridgeton, one of the things we've probably talked about a handful of times is there is a festival that happens every fall Mm. and it is the Covered Bridge Festival. (laughs) And it is our crown jewel in this area. Friggin' yes, in this godforsaken state. It's what we look forward to. I, I know. We didn't have it this last year, and I swear to God, if we don't have it again this year, I will simply perish like i will be so i can't upset. not have it again <laughs> i know because i because mean, we're the covered bridge capital as we're recovering from sickness yeah <laughs> or like let's have large crowds i yeah i know i hope i want especially now after being sick i hope that they are they are smart about it and they let it happen if it's safe to let it happen mm-hmm. we'll see we've got a couple of months but the the covered bridge festival Bridgeton is not a big town, and no. the Covered Bridge Festival kind of spans over a couple of surrounding cities, so like it's bigger counties, than that. Yeah, or a county maybe. But this festival sees over a million people in a ten-day span, and not just from Indiana, not from just the Midwest. We have people come from all over the world, and that is legitimate. There are numbers <laughs> and statistics. We have surpassed over a million people. The last few years yeah. for covered bridge and now festival they're come in like waves because everybody everybody missed last year i bet it'll be one of the biggest crowds probably but we're getting ahead of ourselves i'm mm-hmm. thirsty i want to drink this drink yeah crossroads crossroads cream ale i can't talk today so let's crack it open yeah. actually i'm only going to be the one cracking it megan i say us <laughs> i know megan's just sticking to water this time but i'm very excited especially now that i can taste again Yay. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to crack it. Oh, well, you know, let's read the little description on the side before I crack oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we already kind of said it, but it said, Indiana is called the Crossroads of America. We brewed this cream ale as a celebration of Hoosier pride, which, again, I have to remind myself we're not all from Indiana here, but if you're into sports of any kind, you know that Hoosier is an Indiana reference. There's mm-hmm. a movie about it, IU basketball, if you're into that. 
Hoosier. It's an Indiana thing. That is what why. we're called. Yes. <laughs> Brewed using barley, corn, and lightly hopped with magnum hops for a crisp, refreshing, everyday beer. Brewed by Hoosiers for Hoosiers. Mm. Yay. It sounds <laughs> nice. It sounds good. So I'm going to crack it because clearly my throat is telling me I need a drink. So All right. Ready, Kelsey? Yeah. Three, <laughs> two, one. Ah. Nice. Crisp. It smells, I mean, it smells like a beer. It doesn't smell like anything crazy. Nothing fancy. I was going to start singing Dave Varnes. You know it. Oh, mm. Good stuff, right? Okay, I'm going to take a drink. Okay. Let us know how it tastes. I'm sorry I'm not drinking, guys. I just, I, I'm listening to my body right now. and It's just not a good idea. It's not. So, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, this is Terre Haute, Indiana. Again, mm-hmm. nothing fancy, like we said. It really, if I close my eyes, tastes kind of like a domestic. Like like oh. a Coors or Bud Light. But, but um, like, I would say more smooth. I mean, duh, the cream ale part of it. Mm-hmm. It's like a very smooth domestic. It has more depth to it, more flavor to it than just a Coors Light or a Bud Light or anything like that. But the, definitely the whole... An everyday beer brewed by Hoosier. I mean, this tastes like I'm going to go sit out by a bonfire by the river in the Midwest mm. <laughs> and just drink a beer. That's what this we beer is. We do that often. <laughs> so is it the fanciest thing I've ever tried? No. Do I like it? Yeah. I, I have no problems with it. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, it's a very basic beer. And hopefully the bars around town, now that I can finally go back to the bars, mm-hmm. will have it because it's very nice. Hopefully and the price cheaper. point wasn't oh, well. bad. Yeah, price point wasn't bad. It's a four-pack, but they're four pints, and it was just under $10. Yeah, I'm a basic person. I don't know. I remember I was out at the bar drinking, like, martinis and stuff, and then I asked if they had a certain drink, and they said no, and I was like, uh, I'll just give me a Coors. And she went, well, we're really stepping down, aren't we? Like, <laughs> oh. she didn't hide it at all. I was like, you douchebag. I was like, Dang. I don't care. <laughs> so... Maybe I'll look a little fancier ordering this instead of the Coors Light. Next. Like, yeah, she drug she drugged me. She's like, "Oh, we're really taking a step back." I was like, "Okay, mind back your off. business." Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Okay, go on. Shoo. Okay, well, I'm glad you enjoy the beer. Yeah, it's yeah. The more I drink it, the more I like it. It's it's smooth. Maybe I'll enjoy it one day. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days. Probably tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Before I fainted, after I fainted, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's clue. So we're going to get into a little bit of the history of the bridge or well of Bridgeton in general and then also cover the bridge as well. So I cover feel like the covered bridge. Ha, okay. ha, I, I don't even think you meant to do that. I did not mean to do that. Uh, there's just a lot of history in the the town itself. So I believe that. I mean, I can only say so much about a bridge. So I'm going to cover the things around it. There. Too. Again with the covered. I'll stop pointing it out. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop. Stop it. Oh, okay. Okay. I am silly and I forgot to put where I got this little segment from. My bad. If I had to guess, probably Wikipedia, but <laughs> I don't I don't remember. It says the village village of Bridgeton had its beginnings with the building of a sawmill on the banks of Big Raccoon Creek south of the 10 o'clock line in about 1823. So first of all, that is, is a mouthful. St- yeah. Is it still considered a village today? I don't know. That's I weird. didn't put the population or anything because <laughs> we've dealt with like 
towns and cities and unincorporated unincorporated <laughs> townships but for mm-hmm. some reason village just feels very dated but i guess that's mm-hmm. sort of fitting for this place yeah for bridgeton and also, if you're conf- the 10 o'clock line 10 o'clock line is a road uh, that is the name like first street <laughs> or main avenue it's 10 o'clock line road i've never heard of a main avenue i'm like main i don't street. know i just made it first avenue and main street <laughs> i don't know what is wrong <laughs> we're just... coming off of this sickness at the consumption wait that's serious don't <laughs> wow goodness my goodness anyway i'm not going to get into the how it was named because it was a treaty with native americans and settlers and it was a yeah, whole let's, mess let's and not touch that it was today. about like the time or so i anyway o- it, okay at least it's not i got scared when you said 10 o'clock line i was like are we talking like sundown stuff because that's scary no it was kind of scary reading it again i didn't go super in depth and i was because i like how they said it was an agreement but then when you read later i mean there so was, was a struggle for land i said oh so we weren't all in a grant i was got gonna it. say just like when the native americans hosted our hosted a dinner for us and gave us all their corn and land and stuff <laughs> very willingly it, we had an agreement yes of course later a birthstone B-U-H-R stone. Okay, I thought you said birthstone. No, birthstone was added for grinding corn and then wheat. Mm. Mm. Flour for making bread wasn't readily available to most people in the Raccoon Township in the early years. Which, like, man, what a time to be alive that nothing was... There were no goods or services yet, so you could just say... I want to sell this and it would be a booming business and you right. and your family would be set. Right, because this isn't anywhere near any... I would say Terre Haute is the biggest town near Bridgeton. Like, I bet Indianapolis was already a thing by this point, so they'd probably have to go as far as, like, Indy... Maybe Rockville. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how soon all of these places were established, but definitely, yeah, you could show up with just about anything and they'd be like, heck yeah. Ooh. So... <laughs> It says corn was the staple in their diet, and they used cornmeal to make such breads as hoe cake. I just. <laughs> My kind of cake. H O E cake. I don't know what that is. I don't want to Google what that is, honestly. Uh, you're going to get some weird, like, stripper names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dance places. Uh, hoe cake, corn dodger, and Indian pawn. Pawnee. I'm probably saying that. P-O-N-E. Dodger sounds really familiar. Like, it really sounds like... Oh, this is so stupid. I watched The Great British Bake Off a lot. Or oh. I used to. I need to catch up on it. And I swear to God, they talk about, like, jammy Dodgers. Like, and I feel like it's, like, a donutty thing. I'm probably really wrong. Do not at me. Especially if our sister is listening to this. I'm sure she knows. Mm. I mean, well, you can correct me in text later. But. They're talking about cornmeal, so I don't know. And, of well, course, I mean, corn is a staple in Indiana, y'all. Right. Cornmeal in place of I, flour? I don't know. Maybe it's a cookie. I don't know. I just know like a jammy dodger is a thing, but I don't know what thing, but it sounds good and I want it. I'm hungry. I believe you. We will share our <laughs> recesipes on our website. No, we won't. Um, <laughs> oh, I this I is like awful. Drink, this is so mi- there's going to be so we're I'm going to try to refrain from saying this is so Midwest, but I can't help it. Hog and hominy was a favorite dish in the word <laughs> and in the words of one old timer, when rightly prepared, it was no mean dish. 
that sounds like it's not good. Like, it's not a mean dish, folks. Like, and you know what? If you've never had hominy, I'll tell you right now, it is not a mean dish. It's not. Here's how I like to describe hominy to people who haven't had hominy. Imagine you made a bowl of popcorn to eat along with your scary movie that you were watching. Maybe The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. I don't know. (laughs) So I haven't seen that yet, but I want to see it. Or Bo Burnham's Inside. I don't want to get wrecked yet. So (sighs) Megan's seen it, and she's still recovering. Maybe that's why you feel like crap. Yeah, I'm just still reeling. (laughs) Don't know what to do. Okay, anyway, so popcorn. You make popcorn. You didn't eat all the popcorn because when do you ever eat all the popcorn unless you're a monster like me? You It sits overnight and then it gets that weird like chewy texture. Like not really like when you chew it, it turns hard. Sticks to your teeth almost. Right. Now soak that in water for like a day and then put some butter on it. And that is hominy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it really appetizing. Does. It looks like white, mushy popcorn i don't know how to explain it our i think it's our dad either my mom or my dad our mom or dad uh (laughs) hates hominy i think it's dad but they just say it doesn't taste like anything and really unless you put don't put a lot of butter on it like a good midwesterner it doesn't really (laughs) taste like much yeah well i (sighs) i like hominy let it be known i can't even think of the last time i had it for being totally honest but i mean it's like a vague memory (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. The mill was a central point where people gathered to catch up on the news. Whiskey was sold there for 25 cents a gallon. Mm, You know, (laughs) luckily they don't do that today. No. How crappy was that whiskey? I don't know if they really like put as much stock into it. Like they're like, this is top shelf. They're like, no, this is whiskey. It's what you get. Right. Originally called Lockwood Mills, the place became known as Sodom because of all the drinking and fighting. Which, if you're drinking gallons of whiskey, I guess by the quarter or quarter, whatever it doesn't matter. (laughs) But the point is, it's weird. I wonder if a lot of states are like that because, like Terre Haute, is known as the original, but there are so many originals. Sin Sin City, City. so like there's a Sodom, and Mm -hmm. I mean that sounds about right. Just. We're also fake kind of... Fake Southerners. Midwesterners are fake Southerners, and they like to be all Bible-thumping when say, Well, I was going to say where we're at in Indiana, we're getting very close to the Bible Belt, so... Yeah, I know. We're like the the fuzzies that hang off of the belt, like an old frayed belt. I'm, like, grasping here. We're, like, getting close <laughs> to that Bible Belt, okay? Yeah. Fuzzies. It was later named Bridgeton after a post office was established, and a crude open bridge was built in 1849. The covered bridge wasn't built until 1868, and the present mill was built in 1870. That mill is creepy. I Mm -hmm. don't know. So are they saying they built the bridge and then built the covering over the bridge? That's kind of my understanding of it. Uh, There have been a couple bridges there. So, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming we'll get to that. Yeah. Now I'm going to cover some of the buildings in the town, one of those being the bridge. Okay. But first, we're going to cover the oldest building in town, and that's the Masonic Lodge building. And it's been standing across from the mill since 1869. There was a third story to it, but it was removed in 1913, and it has the distinction of being the oldest building in the town. That doesn't surprise me. Again, with the, we're whispering on the Bible Belt. Like, mm-hmm. Again, with the, we're just 
flaky. We're a flaky state. Mm. We're not going to be the people that have the slaves during slavery, but we're not going to be like, we're just like, go ahead and go through this underground tunnel. But you didn't see us. You didn't ask us also. (laughs) Right. I don't know. I guess Masonic Lodge isn't. uh, It's weird. It's so. I I don't understand the whole Freemason thing. Yeah. I It is beyond me, but it feels very religious and not a good way. Yeah. Well, we talk about how Indiana or the surrounding areas uh, from us have very like we always have these little nuggets of things like why do we have the last or the first or the oldest or the biggest or whatever. Yeah, this is the Bridgeton Masonic Lodge is one of the last Masonic moon lodges left in the country. If you're wondering what that uh, moon lodge is, it's. (laughs) Because meetings were held on the night of a full moon so that lodge members would be able to find their way home by the light of the moon. Today, the lodge still maintains the old tradition by holding their meetings on nights uh, of a bright moon. Oh, yikes. I, uh, seems, again, culty, but whatever. It does seem a little culty, and it makes sense, but like, good thing we didn't visit on a full moon if they're still practicing that. I'm not trying yeah, to run into people. That'd be terrifying. Like, what, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Um, in 1878, Ralph Sprague, who had purchased the Bridgeton Mill in 1862, built a fine residence on the main street. And you may recognize it if you saw the pictures of it. I believe it's like white with green shutters uh, right uh, there I think on the so, road. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In 1882, he sold the mill lot, which included the house to Daniel Webster. Then James Kerr purchased the house in 1899. It sat empty for a number of years after his death and was eventually owned by Charles Peffley. Okay. Are these supposed to be, like, prominent people that I'm supposed to know? We are supposed to know? Nah. Okay, good. Because I don't don't know. (laughs) There's the Crooks Drug Store that was built in 1878. After the previous building was... Oh, I'm sorry. I did a weird pause there. (laughs) Oh. So, 1878 after... After the previous building was destroyed by fire. So, you're going to notice a pattern. Uh, Okay. uh, In some of the buildings here in town. I'm not sure what people have against this town. Also destroyed was Mrs. Foo's millinery. millinery? I'm saying that so wrong. (laughs) And Dan Dury's grocery and the post office. All of them were burnt down? Not burnt. Well, it says destroyed. I don't know what that means or what that entails but whatever right um dr crooks had a bear like a like a ger bear like a bear (laughs) named cuff which he had mounted on an apple tree stub after its death and presented an imposing picture in front of his drugstore back in the 1890s why would mm. so, so who wants to come to the drugstore now dummy i don't i just thought that was a funny thing that i left and it really has no bearing on anything no bearing um, sorry listen you keep doing this yourself the jokes are writing themselves i'm so done <laughs> unfortunately this building which was one of bridgeton's historic treasures was torn down in 1999 oh we were alive by then George C. Belt built his blacksmith shop in 1874, and it was remodeled for a town hall by the K. of P. Lodge in 1909. I kept this one in because this is kind of a callback to the slippery noodle. There's a bullet hole in the ceiling that was put there by an intoxicated citizen in the 1930s, and it's still visible today. 
y'all were wild back then what are you doing if you're wondering the k of p lodge is the knights of pythias I mean, Knights of Fill-in-the-Blank sounds familiar. It's just another... Mm-hmm. It feels very Mason-y. Masonic? Masonically. Well, Whatever. they also had a building that was erected in the town in 1904 at the cost... In 1904, uh-huh. at the cost of $1,780. What? Yep. <laughs> For Bridgeton? Y'all doing too much. That is a lot. Now, hear this. This is nuts. Bridgeton is not a big town. I did not get the... Um, population. The population, but it can't be more than a couple hundred people, right? No, I'm not no. thinking. It said that it was estimated a thousand people attended the dedication of that building in 1904. Again, calm down, folks. Like, I don't know. Where did y'all come from? They use the building for a lot of social events. So. Okay, is it so? It's still there. I it, I assume so. It doesn't say it was torn down, okay. and they're really good about notating if something's gone. Right. So. I'm just trying to think of what building it could possibly be, unless maybe the school, but... Well, all of this information that I'm giving you right now on the buildings actually came from BridgetonIndiana.com, oh. and it comes with pictures. So if you want to hop on there and see, maybe it would ring a bell, but I don't have a picture here in front of me. Moving on to the railroad. That's what establishes a town. Oh, yeah. It was a great day for Bridgeton when the railroad came in 1891. Unfortunately, there are so many unfortunately's in this town. It's (laughs) I it's cursed. I don't know what's wrong. Honestly, yeah. Unfortunately, the various railway companies who acquired it were never quite able to overcome the financial and management difficulties that beset it from the start. The Central Indiana Midland operated the second hand operated with secondhand locomotives and the tracks were not well maintained. Oh, yikes. Trains were often late and there were many wrecks. God, that <laughs> yo, like if you're going to maintain something, that should probably be it. Yeah, well, it says nevertheless, people mourned its passing when it was abandoned in 1929 and the depot no longer stands. Okay, I was going to say I don't think I don't know a train that's there yeah i don't know if i'd mourn the loss of it but i guess at the same time that was what was supposed to make that town most likely because now right. you have the ability to move goods no, to and trains from. are trains are a huge deal and they had a, a stopping point there that depot that would have been huge for them so mm-hmm. like that seems very silly on the town's part on the village's part for mm-hmm. not maintaining that because railroads everyone knew then that railroads were going to be it yeah mm-hmm. y'all dumb Sorry if you're from Bridgeton. <laughs> now, I included this before we jump into the actual bridge. I included this part because I don't know why it was included on the website. I just thought it was funny. Okay. It says the following paragraph appeared in the night in the Rockville Republican on December 10th, 1883. Yikes. All right. Here's a little poem for you. Ooh. <clears throat> okay. I don't understand. I don't know so what excited. this is. Yeah. Oh, the hog, the beautiful (laughs) hog, curling his tail as he watches the dog, defying the law for his bread and meat, roaming at large over every street, hunting, grunting, nosing around, till the open gate is sure to be found, with its hinges broken and ruined quiet by the lovers who hung there last night. Oh, night. (laughs) It won't stay shut. It won't hang level. It tempts the hog, and he raises the very mischief and flower beds and gardens, 
and will turn away undaunted from the door of Dr. Crook's kitchen. Such was the life of Bridgeton. All right. <laughs> I'm sure I have no idea what that had to do with anything. Who wrote this poem about me? Stop. <laughs> the hog. The beautiful hog. Oh my gosh. That's... I mean, it's written well, which is weird, but it's, I, yeah, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> and I didn't get the pause. It does, it says it tempts the hog and he raises the very mischief. I, that's weird. Yeah. Cause I was like, bevel is the only word I can think of that rhymes. No idea. None. What a, I mean, it's a solid poem. For what, 1883. Sure. Yeah. Wonderful. Absolutely. Lots of meaning. Except hogs are freaking terrifying, all right? Uh, why do I feel like we've talked about this before? Do you remember the story of there was a woman who was, like, a caregiver helping, like, taking care of this woman in hospice? For, uh, she was helping this woman who was living in her home. Mm-hmm. And she is... Yes. yes it's I freaking do. terrifying. I it don't know if we've said here, it before. But... No, no, no. This was, like, Arizona or something. Something weird. But... She gets out of her car to walk into this house like she does every day to take care of this older woman and hogs wild hogs came out of nowhere and mauled this woman they mm-hmm. completely devoured her mm-hmm. and the woman the old woman in the house i mean she needed the care in the first place so she didn't come to find her she had to call and be like hey where's my caregiver and then they just see like bones in front mm-hmm. of the freaking house like how terrifying they said it was maybe 20 feet to the door not 20 feet maybe like 20 20 yards to the door i don't know what yeah hogs that like attacked a little kid or something i don't know i do remember couldn't be me I in hate the them. research reading that the farm animals kind of just ran around the town and eventually people put up fences to keep them from getting into yeah, things forget hogs i want chickens i want whatever i mean i guess i just want chickens but like i don't want hogs <laughs> I was trying to think of other animals, but it's really just chickens. <laughs> Maybe more cats. Yes. Now we're going to get into the bridge. Finally. Ooh. The covered bridge, after 99 years of faithful service, was retired in 1967. Retired like it's no longer used? Like uh, buggies and cars okay. could not ride over it. I've always wondered that, like, bridges that have posts at the ends like how the heck are you supposed to get through mm-hmm. that i guess that's when they're retired well they said a concrete bridge was built but it still serves as the gateway to bridgeton it's considered like even though you're not traveling quote unquote oh, on it, the one that's right next to it yeah yes yeah. in the early days cross this bridge at a walk was painted on both ends of the bridge this was so the rhythmic trotting of the horses wouldn't damage it if you listen closely, you just might hear the clippity clop of horse hooves. God, I cannot stand that you just use those words. I'm I so mad at you. I didn't write them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you could hear their horse hooves from bygone days echoing through the bridge. The sound of the water rushing over the dam is music to the ears, and the peacefulness one and the peacefulness one finds communing with nature on the banks of Big Raccoon Creek is soothing to mind and spirit. I don't. I, do I need to snap again? No. <laughs> if we now we'll just get into some of the logistics of it, I guess. The okay. Bridgeton Covered Bridge was a double span bridge built in 1868. It was closed to traffic in 1967. I just stated that. Mm-hmm. And it was built to replace two prior open wooden bridges that had fallen in. Oh, yikes. Okay. 
the original covered bridge, the one that was retired in 1967, was actually destroyed by fire, and it was replaced in 2006. And wait, if wait when was it destroyed? To early 2000s. Did it not say? Did you not just say? Sorry, I like. I don't know no. why I didn't hear. Oh, so, okay. Well, dang, I do remember that actually. Mm-hmm. I, again, we keep recalling because we have mentioned this place before. I can't remember in the listener episode we have with our sister. Did mm-hmm. she mention it? Because she mentioned, like, she remembers the old bridge before it burned. It was destroyed on April 28, 2005. Yeah. I had it a little bit further down in my notes. I'm sure we talked about it, and I remember actually finding a poem someone had wrote about. Like, people were devastated at this, the burning of this bridge because... It had been so This long. area, it, it's known for its covered bridges. You can actually take a covered bridge tour mm-hmm. and my just re- go visit would recommend if you're into that, by the way. It's very nice. In the fall, mm, there's God. just red bridges with the white roof. Ah, oh, man, there is something special about it. But yeah, I remember Brandy even saying that it was really devastating when it was destroyed because she went to the old bridge before it was destroyed. Mm-hmm. So the first couple of designs of the bridge did not um, go well. <laughs> okay. The first bridge was an open design with wood rails and pyres. While crossing the first bridge, Owen Wimmer and his family were dropped into the mill along with their wagon and team, and the bridge fell in. Oh, dang, y'all didn't even try. (laughs) Mm -hmm. J.H. Kerr, which I had mentioned earlier, he helped with, like, establish, he owned the mill at some point. Him and others were able to rescue them, and then a second bridge of similar construction was erected at the same site. Why would you build the same style of bridge? I don't know. Because that bridge also fell in after Kerr himself drove over it with his cattle. Y'all are crazy. Yeah. Then they finally built a covered bridge in 1868, just above the mill dam. That kind of scared, like, man, luckily that one worked out. Crap. Oh, well. What? Eh. Oh, never mind. On May 6th, 1868, before the bridge was completed, three men tried to cross the rain-swollen waters in a boat. It overturned, and James Schumacher survived, while William Clark and Gideon Crooks were drowned. Uh, that I mean, I guess it wasn't the bridge itself, right. but it's... Something's like not a good. Cursed area. Yes, this location remains a dangerous place for canoers. The rapid current will pull a boat or canoe through the breach in the dam before they can turn the craft or secure a hold on the tone wall. Yeah, I would not canoe mm-hmm. through that. No, that little piece comes from CoveredBridges.com. The present mill that's there today has been converted to run on electric power which you would see if you visit. Mm -hmm. Robert Weiss and the Weiss Milling Company operated the mill until 1995, until it was purchased by Micro. The current owner has restored the mill and produces over 20 different milled products, which is true. You can buy so many different things in that mill. Yeah, that's true. It's (laughs) popping. And like I had stated earlier, the covered bridge that everyone came to know and love for the Bridge Festival was burned by arson. Or it was burned by arson. Ha ha. It was destroyed well, by arson. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, and I didn't catch it. The guy who did it, uh, I read a little bit about him. He's actually an insane asylum or a, an, an institution mm-hmm. because he was also, they attributed him to a couple of other acts of arson Okay. on other historical sites man luckily they caught him when it was just arson 
Mm-hmm. Tell you what, that leads to worse. Did he pee the bed? Did he oh, hurt animals? His name was Jesse Payne. I did put it here. He was taken into custody a short time later, and he is suspected of burning the Jeffries Ford covered bridge and also attempted arson of the Mace, uh, Mansfield covered bridge. Yeah, oh, Mansfield's the other big one when mm-hmm. it comes to Covered Bridge Festival, yeah. Due to his mental state, he's being detained at Logansport State Hospital until he is found fit to stand trial. And that's as of now, we're still... As far, that's the last thing I saw. I didn't dive too deep into the true crime part of it. But we could. (laughs) A new covered bridge was built in 2006, and it still stands today. And it's not for vehicle traffic. It is just walking traffic. It's a very nice bridge. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) That covers the history of the town and the history of the bridge. If you'll notice... I didn't really find anything haunted on it. Correct. But stories come from somewhere. And just because I couldn't find anything on the internet, which is a little unusual, I've heard from several people locally, including our own sister, that they feel uneasy there or they've experienced something there. Yeah. So just because it's not in writing on the internet, we've heard word of mouth that, that people believe this place is haunted. Yeah, because I, I remember hearing a story that, like, I mean, you sort of said it, the whole you'll hear the horse's hooves going across, and, mm-hmm. I mean, again, that's word-of-mouth stories that I've heard, and hearing that people, like, especially those two people that were canoeing that drowned, and the different tragedies that happened, the arsons, I feel like... Mm-hmm. There's room there to be spooky. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I can't believe, I don't know if I'm just not digging deep enough. I didn't ask anyone else specifically. I was just strictly going off of what I've been told in the past. But now that I know that history, there's plenty of tragedies that's happened on the bridge itself and around it that I don't see why not. Yeah. Well, anyway, now we're going to talk about our experience and I get to cover that. So... Mm -hmm. We actually have been to this covered bridge, I would say, at least 29 times. At least. (laughs) Only because we talked about the Covered Bridge Festival. We've gone, I guarantee, every year since we've been born, and probably multiple times throughout the week-long festival. Mm -hmm. It's a week-long, right? Or is it two weeks long? It might be two weeks now. Ten days. Mm -hmm. Two weeks. I think it's about ten days. So we've been a lot, but only... Until semi-recently, did we have any kind of inclination that it was haunted? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why not go? It's not super far of a drive. It's a little trek, but a nice trek if you like the flat land of the Midwest. Yeah. It's much prettier in the fall, and I will say it every time. Yes, it's wonderful. So this covered bridge is... I mean, it's long. I think you said it's like a double... Sp- double wide like a trailer what the heck is it called i didn't write down the length of it but i remember reading at one point one of the bridges was like 122 feet long or something so right around there yeah forever ago when we talked about edna collins bridge it's one of the shortest bridges in the state or somewhere covered bridges yeah. yeah i you could probably put three Edna Collins inside the Bridgeton Bridge. Oh, at easy. Least, yeah. At least, maybe four or five. I don't know. I have no sense of space and time and, like, uh, whatever. Like a baby. Yes, I'm like a child. <laughs> I have no object permanence, no nothing. There's nothing in my head. So, in this trip is <laughs> Not a fruitful thought behind those eyes. Nope, not a single one. 
<laughs> so it's a really large bridge, a little daunting. And what we learned on our recent trip is when it is not walked Bustling. over and over and over by over a million people, uh, nature takes its toll. Mm-hmm. There are spiders oh, everywhere. Holy crap. I uh, I walked into we walked into so many spider webs and like up in the rafts rafters of don't the bridge look up. don't look up don't look up because you'll like oh they covered the ceiling in burlap no they did not no that is just web upon web upon a web. basket weave pattern a basket weave well. pattern yes <laughs> of bugs and spiders oh man they were all the smallest one I saw was the size of a quarter it's a no for me dog no. I hated every second of it don't touch the walls. <laughs> So we took this trip semi-recently, and we now have all of our equipment with us. So Mm -hmm. we've got the... We were... I think we've mentioned before that we haven't been able to take our camcorders with us because of technical difficulties. We finally were able to get one with us. Only one because we're a mess, but we're getting there. (laughs) So we had the camcorder, we had the EMF readers, the voice recorders, the whole bit. We were going to use all of it. And this trip was actually just me, Megan, and Maddie. So we're each, our, I think I have the camcorder and that's all because I just cannot focus on more than one thing. It is very hard to keep that thing still. I need to go yeah. all Ghost Adventure style and get like a shoulder support. Oh, yeah. I, we're not fancy people, guys. Not, <laughs> not yet. Not yet, but with your patronage. Anyway, we'll get to that in like 25 minutes. So, <laughs> And Megan had a voice recorder, Maddie had a voice recorder. They each had different EMF readers of sorts. Mm-hmm. And it was a really calm night. It was... Temperature wise, a little hotter than I would have liked. Muggy. I feel like it was supposed to rain, but it did. Oh, it was muggy because it had rained earlier in the day. And because the dam. <laughs> right. So, right like, below it. Yeah, right. Which, speaking of, we've been to this bridge, as we've said, plenty of times before that. I believe even Maddie has. I don't. You, you know how loud that dam is when you're there for Covered Bridge Festival, but in the middle of the night when there is nothing else going on it is loud like Mm -hmm. i didn't realize how much it would saturate the noise around us and i'll go ahead and just say right off the bat that is a very easy way to confuse what you're hearing Mm because if you listen to a babbling brook long enough you're gonna hear things we've talked about how we think that spirits are more prominent around running water and that could even just be that they're not so much more prominent that than it is the water is playing tricks with your ears even the smallest bit of water like all the way back to hell's gate where the trickling water going through the tunnel sounds like people talking sounds like people walking this is no different you could your ears could play tricks on you and you could definitely hear like horse hooves galloping across Mm -hmm. the bridge but it's just the water going over this very quick dam again would not recommend canoeing over it no i'm surprised you can't honestly when i read that it says it's still dangerous for canoers i'm like where are you canoeing yeah y'all go somewhere else there the turkey runs right down the goddamn road like (laughs) hello so we could still our our evps our voice recorders our camcorders still were useful to us but man, Megan and Maddie will both tell you, listening to the white noise of that dam for over an hour, because yeah. we had probably almost two hours worth of recordings between all of our stuff, mm-hmm. and it was rough. I kept having to replay stuff over. I'm like, am I hearing something, or is it just it, it, are my ears starting to 
Right. So just, we'll, like, know. there are times where we'll each listen to the thing that we had on our trip and then swap it up and be like, do you hear this? Do you hear this? To, to you know, corroborate whatever we're hearing or not hearing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll, but we'll get, we'll get to the yes, findings. Yes. But I suppose I should talk about the experience while we were there, which is when we first got there, it was actually really kind of calm. I didn't feel any, it just felt like a nice summer night walking mm-hmm. down the bridge. Again, it, it's a weird, like, it feels like it's almost Tunnelton style, but not as trashy. No offense, Tunnelton. <laughs> but it's just, there's like no, it's a ghost town, it feels like. There's like nobody in this village. I think what was also kind of scary is some of the buildings had red lights uh-huh. on them. I don't I know like, why, Ooh. but. <laughs> or the mill, like the mill just had like one light on the second story that was lighting the whole, if you're familiar with the mill, it was lighting the whole floor because it's sort of an open floor plan what everybody hopes and dreams for in a home yeah (laughs) and there's just this tiny light lighting up the mill across the dam and it's creepy nothing happened with the mill but i kept looking at it expecting someone to be standing in a window i was like do not this is for the bridge not the mill (laughs) we're not here for you (laughs) so the feeling of it was very calming it was pretty i don't know pretty just baseline i didn't mundane yeah mundane there's the word i'm looking for but there's always a but Mm -hmm. the longer we were there the more off it started to feel and i didn't i don't know if it was a you know supernatural feeling or Mm -hmm. otherwise like again because it's just this quiet there are no there are no cars passing by you don't hear planes you don't hear trains you don't hear automobiles i've never seen that movie but anyway (laughs) just I it gets a little unsettling and the the damn water starts playing tricks on you and you start hearing things mm-hmm. or you start seeing things. If we're being honest, I kind of almost had an immediate sense of uh uncomfortable when, when stepping onto the bridge just getting that's there true. walking up to the bridge was fine but getting on there i feel like we all did the have you ever seen no i you i hope you guys have seen clue by now we have quoted it so many times it's we like when professor plum and miss scarlet get to the get to the mansion and they pull up to the gate and he doesn't go and she's like why is the car stopped he's like it's frightened and they just stare and don't move that's kind of what happens with most of our ventures Mm -hmm. is we're walking up to the bridge very comfortable feel fine step through this invisible threshold of the bridge and then you just stop and you stare you're like well we're uh, well let's go are are you gonna walk and nobody wants to walk The, the spiders scared me the most at first truth <laughs> truth be told they were huge spiders i walked into so many spider webs i wanted to bathe in acid <laughs> there was one point so i'm focusing when i'm holding the camcorder it's really hard for me to decide if i want to focus on the camcorder screen or what's around me so i kind of go between both but that screen will blind you so i've been staring at the screen for a while and i decided to look up and i swear guys my when my skin started crawling i was like this can't this is not a real thing I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me because there's very dim lights on either side of the bridge if you're in the middle. And I'm looking at the en- the other end that we didn't come through on and what I thought I saw was... Oh, God. Like, either... Oh, God. Like, I hate saying it. I thought it was either a child or, like, a person, like, laying down 
and sort of like peeking their head kind of edna cullen style like peeking around the corner and just staring at me and then going back i was like stop like i did what i rubbed my eyes i was like this is not real <laughs> and i'm in the middle of the bridge megan and maddie are on the edge of the bridge and i was like i don't want to yell so i just calmly stop and stare and i see it peek its head out again i was like i know i'm seeing it and i want to cry but i can't say anything and then it comes fully around the corner and starts walking towards me. I'm like, I'm going to vomit. But uh, it was not a child. It was not an, an adult either laying on the ground walking exorcist style. It was a cat. <laughs> it was a <laughs> precious angel. I, I was so panicked. I was like, guys, my eyes are watering talking about it right now. I was so scared. Because just imagine, like, just someone laying on the ground like, like going around my voice did some crazy stuff there coming around the corner looking at you no it was a cat so you better believe the whole bridge could have caught fire in that moment i was like kitty 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 and i started like walking i got down on my knees i was like come here baby and it got halfway to me i was like "Uh uh-uh and turn around and walk casually away i was like okay ho so (laughs) okay ho cake all right ho cake go ahead and walk away so the cat scared me pretty bad on the way there i will say I also thought I saw an orb. And what's nice about being very, like, we're very calm people. If something happened in the moment, be like, well, I guess I'll die. (laughs) Like, I just, my reaction time is not great sometimes. So I see an orb on my screen. I was like, hello. But instead of jumping to the conclusion of, shoot, there's an orb in front of my face, I start, I recreate every step I took, every angle that I had the camera at. Unfortunately, turns out it was a lens flare. Uh-huh. But there was an orb that we think we caught sort of early on, and it was in this really weird spot of the bridge that we kept feeling uncomfortable in. Yeah. Hopefully, I think we'll be able, we might be able to post it. I don't know. I don't know when we'll work on it because, like I said, techno- technology is wild. But you'll see throughout the video, there are little bugs flying and they almost look like rods with wings they mm-hmm. like bugs are you'll pretty... see them come off one side of the screen and then pop off on the other side of the screen right they they come from somewhere they leave from somewhere and if you look hard enough they look like little rods flying this sort of manifested out of nowhere and disappeared into nowhere it just came out of one of the pillars of the bridge into the middle and then was like whoops a daisy and like went back into the pillar mm-hmm. into nothing Kind of like took a nosedive and disappeared in the middle of the screen. Right. And so, like I said, if we can post these videos, I'll post a little bit of a bug clip if I can. I'll even post the lens flare so you can see the difference between the lens flare and the orb. And then this orb, which just, I I don't know. We don't know. We looked at it. We're like, well, that's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Visually speaking, it's kind of all we got, which sort of sucks, but... I think it will be better when we have both camcorders back in commission and we can compare the two. But what has been good to us lately at different places Mm -hmm. has been our voice recorders. I've been really pleased with what we've been coming up with. And we actually do have some like questionable, questionable things. I, I, there are times where I wish we would get, more clear evps but there are a few that it's like okay that that's that was not us <laughs> like it's a little odd and megan's got a list here of some that we took note of mm-hmm. uh, there's one I'll, I'll let you get to it there's one that happened that has happened a few times to us and i'm like maybe we should just 
call it like we see it and be like, it's us. But it's the fact that it's another, was it another hey? Um, a hey or a sigh, some type of interjection. Right. But again, like we've explained, it's right. I wasn't speaking at this time. Megan and Maddie, you can hear them both speaking and the and how far away their voices are and how loud they are being picked up on the voice recorder. And they sort of, I, they sort of sound something like this. Like you can hear them talking amongst themselves and while they're talking over, they're talking, you hear, mm-hmm. it like someone had to have put their face up against the only way we could have made that voice is if in the middle of speaking, we put our mouth up to that voice recorder and we're like, and then kept talking. Right. Which makes no sense. And it wasn't a gust of air because it was a very still night. It was too hot, like I said. And we're also covered by the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you'll hear, like, we could hear the difference between when you walk through the openings of the bridge, what the openings in the air sound like from this. Mm-hmm. It was odd. It's another... It, we, we are very... We get the hay thing a lot, but... It just doesn't make any sense, especially when you hear the two voices that are speaking at the time speaking and then over their voices are is this breath. A third. Yeah. Yeah. And I, maybe it's because it's an easy it's a one syllable. It's easy to get out even in a side or just go. Hey. Yeah. So if it's something is manifesting, that's probably an easy. It's not using as much energy. To, yeah. To get out. Right. So that could be why there was something else that we got on both voice recorders that we couldn't it this one is so i don't know it's almost too too good to be true kind of thing no not that not that one oh there's points in the bridge that were weaker than others and it would creak a little bit while we walked okay we were all very deliberate in the way we walked very slow steps waddling if you will (laughs) (laughs) but there's one point where you hear it's very rhythmic, dum, 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 dum. And it's caught on both EVPs. Right. And it's it has the same sound every time. So, like, in order for us to have made... I will say the bridge creaked at times, and there were some boards that made noises, but the way that it sounded, all of us would have had to have been stepping, like, Beatles, Abbey time. Road style in perfect time. Mm-hmm. And it, we just were not doing that. Yeah, we were not walking that fast at any point. I can guarantee Guarantee. (laughs) it's got our stamp approval. We did not walk fast. We are too lazy for that. But there was one thing that I caught on the EVP that I was holding. I don't know if Maddie caught this, but it was when Kelsey was actually at the other end of the bridge, probably looking at that cat. Right. And Maddie and I were standing side by side at the other end of the bridge. And I asked some question. I mean, I'm just asking general questions at this point. Is anyone out here? Tell us your name. How old are you? Things like that. And at this point, neither of us are saying anything. I think we're just watching you. Yeah, because I just walked off. I don't know if you guys saw the cat at that point. And then all of a sudden you hear singing. Oh yeah. Or humming. And it's not like a hmm, it's like a like a solid few seconds. seconds. Yes, a good chunk and it's rhythmic and it it sings it's like a song. It has a rhythm and a melody to it. Mm-hmm. So at first I'm like, is it Maddie? 
because it wasn't loud enough to be me. I tried to keep my voice recorder very close to my mouth because of the running water. I wanted to make sure you could clearly hear me. So I'm like, if it's Maddie, I could see her going, hmm. Like maybe once. Right. But But for 10 seconds. "Mm -hmm." Like just whatever melody it was singing. I was just, we all listened to it and you can hear it. We didn't even have to enhance the audio. You can hear it clearly. Right. We're not, not like crystal clear, but it's such a juxtaposition. I don't know where that word came from. Wow. From from the running water that's been in the background the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, like we said, there are times where we're like, oh, it was uh was that a, is that a thing it's it's just your ears playing tricks on you from the running water but this just stuck out in a different way yes mm-hmm. so that was kind of weird yep other than that probably our most like convincing that evidence one, that we got yeah i believe so yes because like there wasn't a soul around us there and even if someone there's no way we would pick up humming like that no it's very odd mm-hmm any other notes that i had it i put question marks i said is this something or is it just water running and i've been listening to this recording for too long yeah the the water running does make it hard another thing that we picked up that we probably spent too much time trying to decipher was there there is a weird is i don't know if anomaly is the correct word here something weird was happening with maddie's recorder so she has a recorder and she has an emf reader and there's a point where in in the recording you hear this kind of clicking it's not rhythmic it's definitely sort of all over the place but it doesn't make any sense this Mm-mm. is the thing that creeped me out the way i explained it was what it sounds like is it's almost like if somebody with long nails you know when people mm. like drum their fingers on a table because they're impatiently waiting for something it sounds like somebody with long nails was just tapping the voice recorder over and over mm-hmm. it wasn't constant no and it, it was it was happen, a weird pattern yeah which we even went to the point i my first thought was does anyone know morse code like i want to <laughs> know we went in depth with this whole morse code theory about if it, if it was actually saying anything it wasn't picking up much it just got the letter e over over and over and over and so i was like, e. like i was like who is screaming in the afterlife <laughs> but yeah the unfort- it just wasn't coming through clear enough that the morse code translator thing could translate it properly mm-hmm. if we sat down with it and just frame by yeah. frame maybe yeah but... if anybody is super fluent in morse code reach out to us and we will we'll work with you we'll send you the clip mm-hmm. i don't know if it's something that we'll post just because it's a little inexplicable and there's no context to it but just know it creeped me out because it sounded like someone drumming their fingers on her voice recorder mm-hmm and one other thing that she had happen when I was on the other side of the bridge checking out the cat was the EMF reader. Mm-hmm. We've gotten some spikes here and there. Like, it'll show up really quickly, go away really quickly. Apparently, while I was on the other side, it started spiking, like, all the way to red. Yes. Yep. But it wasn't just, like, a one and done. It was, like, it losing would hold its there. mind. It was holding yeah. on red and then would go away and go back to red and go away. All the way. I walked all the way back to them. In the time it took me to walk across this very long bridge, it was just going nuts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe we checked with our phones. I put the camcorder up against it. We put the voice recorders up against it. It didn't, nothing was setting it off like that. And did you say anything that it kind of went away at some point? I kept asking it 
it started spiking and Maddie and I immediately start like checking our phones, checking our watches, all, all the devices we're holding to see if something was setting it off. I did pull out my phone and I started recording it, but I'm not pressing buttons. I'm just, once I hit record, it's going. Yeah, we've we've tested that before. Opening the phone sets it off, but that then it doesn't do anything anymore. Yeah, and it continued to spike. So I started asking, are you standing here? Are you standing in front of us? Do you want us to leave? And then it went away and I said, did you go to where Kelsey's standing? Sorry. <laughs> I said, did you walk to where Kelsey is? I'm like, if you're standing by Kelsey, uh, say something to her make her turn around and as i'm saying that you already turned around i said never mind <laughs> i said well can you make her look around like did something happen right and then when you came back up it started going crazy again i said did you come back with kelsey and <laughs> it just keeps spiking to red and eventually it it just stopped right and there is nothing on this bridge that could set it off i know we said that it's run by electricity now but it, it's just not a thing it's well, not a thing. And considering that we walked the entire length of the bridge with it and nothing happened. And then after we walked and stood still at the end of the bridge, why didn't that It was spike? in the same spot that we felt weird. Mm -hmm. Where the humming happened, where I caught the orb. It was all in that same spot. Mm -hmm. And I swear there was a time where you said, do you want us to leave or something? And we heard foot footsteps. Is that what it? Mm -hmm. I can't remember what came through at that point something came through when i asked do you want us to leave i think that was the that wasn't the yeah but no i think it was footsteps yeah it, it just seemed it was like yeah bye and walked away or something like that so the long like i said the longer we were there the more uneasy it really was it kind of didn't lift the feeling never really went away it got worse for me i you can hear me ask as time goes on like are you guys feeling weird is that just me because i'm i'm starting to feel weird <laughs> yeah because as the trend is going maddie was almost getting like motion sick again mm -hmm. i don't know she's not an over dramatic person she's uh, literally when we had the listener episode where she's like <laughs> like she's a very quiet very calm person but the last few places we've gone, she just gets almost like physically sick. And she immediately kind of felt weird at the bridge. And as time went on, she's like, kind of felt motion sick. Mm -hmm. And we don't, I don't know if that was a thing. Like, again, maybe she's super susceptible to spirits and the energy that they give off. But she just had a bad feeling the whole time. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately we ended up wrapping we were there for a while mm -hmm. but we just ended up wrapping it up because although the feeling was getting weirder the physical evidence just wasn't really there for us no i mean we found out later we had a little bit but nothing super damning or anything like damning <laughs> okay <laughs> and on that terrible pun that's our adventure to the bridgeton covered bridge in bridgeton indiana I said that and didn't have a problem with it. Look hey. at me. I I was just about to talk about how I felt about the bridge, but that's silly. That's what we're about to do right now because let's rate it because we're, we're not going to forget it. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing we're going to rate it on is historical accuracy. Um, I feel okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. 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 Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, four. four. Yeah. I, almost, I really don't know why I won't give it a five. I wanted to give it a five, too. Uh, there, there's nothing 
in writing saying this place is haunted, but a lot of word of mouth says it is. Right. The history itself is pretty solid, but in the realm of the whole haunted thing, that's what made me take a step back. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, historically, it's pretty sound, but haunted history, meh. Yeah, and there are tragedies there that if it were to be haunted, it could very well be, I guess, based off what's happened there, but I don't know. Yeah, a four. Sounds good to me. Solid. Okay. <laughs> Next would be the scare level. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me. I'm, why am I... Oh, I'm just pulling these out left and right. This is good. Okay, I've got mine, I believe. Yeah. Okay, you seem less... Yeah, I've got it. Okay. Three, two, one, Three. two. Ooh, okay. I think it's just because when we first got there, I said, oh, this doesn't feel great. And by the end, I was... I probably asked you guys about three times in five minutes. I'm like, are you ready to go? Because I'm ready to That's, go. I guess that is true. Yeah. <laughs> I just got progressively more the feeling of uneasy, like just this ugh, feeling. That's true. And I guess maybe mine is a, a step lower than that because when I first got there, I felt fine. But I don't know. The longer we stayed there, I don't know if you noticed. I kept like looking over my shoulders like, what was that? Yeah, you're what freaking me out, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> there were, oh, like there was a time where it sounded like both me and Megan stopped, like, put your hand up, like, military style, like, hold. Like, wait. Yep. And what it sounded like was, like, a plane taking off or a car approaching. It I w- almost said that when I was talking about the EVPs, because you can hear it in my recording that if you've ever heard a plane when it's landing, just that, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's odd, but that's what happened. There were no vehicles around, but you hear suddenly this loud noise that's happening over the water and it sort of comes down in pitch but gets closer Mm -hmm. and then maddie's voice recorder starts doing the clicking thing and then it stops oh did we get aliens oh Oh, no every like every so (laughs) often we have this moment of realization at the end where it's like I don't like that one, and I'm not going to dig into that one. No, because this will... I'll we tell didn't you what, lose we, track of time. We didn't lose track of time. No, not that I know of. No, I know. <laughs> no. What What day is it? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I can Wednesday, listen... 9th, oh, my God. I almost threw up. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my eyes are watering, guys. I turned... Sorry, I'm fancy, and I have an Apple Watch in my Siri. Oh, I don't want to turn around. The door is open behind me. I just don't want to look. Oh, gosh. What is, I guess, since I have this fancy Apple Watch, I can check my heart rate. Wow. Good God. my God. Don't ask any pointed questions. I didn't even say her name. That doesn't. Okay. Technology is too. Okay. That's the scariest thing that happened. What I was trying to say is that I can listen to true crime all day. I can go to haunted places every day. I, yes, they freak me out. There's something about abduction stories and alien stories that make me so uncomfortable. Like the people who, like, they were in their car driving one direction and then they suddenly were facing the other direction and they lost four hours or something like that. Yeah, and the car was, like, stopped. They were off on the side of the road and a totally... I... Yeah. Oh, and it was, like, miles off. No, I don't do abduction stories. They creep me out. Yeah, something about freaks me out. So if we just caught an alien, I long to die. <laughs> yeah, it was this this low hum that was getting lower in pitch but closer in proximity. Maddie's does the thing and then it stops. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, well, I hate that three. Scare. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's because my, my you-know-who, I'm not going to say her name again, mm. creepy bee. Yeah. Uh, but three. Ooh. I'll go to three. Last thing oh, is my the... My tummy hurts. <laughs> I'll use that word right now. I don't uh, care. Is the believability. Eh. I, we're talking about hauntings, not alien abductions, by the way. Keep that in mind. Right. Now, I have to settle down here. Believability... Okay. I guess. Sure. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, two. three. Oh, I almost man. wanted to go three. I wanted to go down to two, but I was like, I just feel like it's one of those three in my mind is middle of the road. I'm like, it could be worse, could be better. We have a little bit of evidence, but nothing super crazy. Yeah. That's kind of why I was And the was uneasy. I don't know. It's, I mean, we have what we think to be an orb. We heard humming. Um... Yeah, I guess it really isn't that when you break it down and, and say it that way, it doesn't feel like right. there's a lot. But it's so. it's a feeling thing. Yeah. Like a lot of supernatural occurrences come down to feelings also and you can't you can't document that. Mhm. Okay, well, there you go. And then so I guess we're going to wrap it up with the overall score of Bridgeton Covered Bridge and Bridgeton Indiana. Mhm. Sure, why not? I think I've said that for every decision. Okay. Okay. 3 two one three. three yep just middle of the road could be worse could be better like yep. i just said so I, like I, I don't want to elaborate on that I, yeah the, it, that's cut and dry these booty d's so I, that, that wraps up bridgeton yeah. covered bridge in bridgeton indiana yes it does if nothing else go for the covered bridge festival if it's happening and you're oh, vaccinated that's a five i'll give a five oh, on God, recommendation five. chili cornbread bowl <clears throat> man the pumpkin pie pumpkin ice cream sweet spicy honey or what is it sweet spicy mustard uh, like ben's is it ben's or so ken's i always mix that up i think it's ken's oh, well ends spicy sweet mustard <laughs> whatever yeah. i get like two jars of that mm-hmm. i will use it for on, on everything oh so good. i'm getting excited okay <laughs> lord you can watch a guy carve a bear out of a tree it's great <laughs> oh my goodness well Thank you guys for sticking out with us. We are so sorry for not getting an episode out last week. It just, it wasn't going to happen. So as you can hear now, this was a struggle, but we did it. We did it. We got through this episode. We're back and we're going to keep bringing you stories as long as we can, as long as our bodies will allow (laughs) us to do so. We're getting too old. So if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it, you can do a couple of things to help support us. One, very simple. Just find us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We try to be funny on there. We post some things. We try very hard. (laughs) We try to keep you guys updated. Uh, Share our post. uh, Write us. Post things to our page. We love the funny things you send us, but with good things. Don't at me about being wrong about things. My ego can't take it. You can also check us out (laughs) at our Patreon where you will find some of this that we're going to post here. If we can, I don't know about the video we're going to try. I don't think we've posted video. Not We have before. Yes. We have at the hotel. I mean, with the rotary jail also. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll have everything that we've 
gathered our evidence and have it posted to our patreon and you can check that out at patreon.com slash or so they say pod that is a subscription you can donate anything anything from a dollar all the way up to ten dollars right now and you'll have access to everything that we've got posted there and everything that we will post going and forward. there are some creepy evps i'm telling you if your curiosity gets the better of you like it does us for a dollar a month, you can hear some of the weirdest stuff oh. that we've co- like. We'll we post things when we are certain slash uncertain of what they are, mm-hmm. and there are some creepy ones on there. I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. uh, they still some of them give me cold chills. Quality so for a dollar a month, you can check that out. It's one dollar. You're not even going to miss it. It's, right. That's all it takes to get access to all this. But if you're not into commitment, we get it. We totally understand. You can do a one-time donation to our PayPal, and you're welcome to donate anything that you like there. Unfortunately, you won't have access to that extra content, but still 100% appreciated. 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 And the PayPal link will be on our website, and you can also support us by checking out our merch yes that is at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod and we have pride designs for you we do on top of our normal everyday designs we are going above and beyond for you gays and gals and (laughs) so check that out (laughs) and everybody in between um the last not the last thing i always do this but (laughs) what we would have done last episode and didn't get the chance to do was a listener's episode correct listener episodes are where you guys send us your stories and we read them for all of your just friends to hear ever all (laughs) your your listening pleasure yes uh your fellow or so they say pod friends and family hanging out listening to each other so you can send your stories to our email which is or so they say pod at gmail.com if technology will allow if things get better and we are not sick anymore we can also do guest appearances on the show which we've done in the past Mm -hmm. and you can check that out they're fun they're good (laughs) just reach out to us if that's something you're interested in if you've got spooky creepy stories that you want to share send them our way and we will be happy to share them yes and last but not least please consider rating and reviewing us on wherever you're listening right now because if anything else that's what really drives our traffic and it brings new people to us Mm -hmm. when we first started it was just friends and family listening and sharing our stuff and it was very very nice very supportive of you guys and we still appreciate because we wouldn't be here without you but because of that we've grown so much and our Mm -hmm. reach has gone all over the country now even outside of the u.s which is crazy we never thought that would happen but here we are so i think that covers it all all of it except because we missed our listener episode we forgot to give a couple shout-outs, a few shout-outs, if you will. Yep. During our listener episodes, every first of the month, we like to shout-out the people that have donated to us, new new patrons, new donators. Mm-hmm. And we're very, so we're very sorry. We, I swear we didn't forget you, especially one of the people, because we had to put a hold on their listener stories as oh, well. I know. Miranda. Thank you, Miranda. We've got Miranda, Fran, and Elizabeth. Yes. That have donated to us. We've and got three new donations <laughs> yeah. i want to say donors and donations and i <laughs> my you, just, you, you panicked <laughs> i did <laughs> but thank you guys so much it, i mean we just appreciate it we're not 
good i'm not good with words i suppose you're like an english major so maybe you could be better with words i'm obviously not doing great and i didn't even drink so <laughs> we're, ve- we're very appreciative of that and we're sorry that we didn't get to shout you out but here we are we made it we procrastinate a lot if y'all haven't noticed but we got there <laughs> we did it y'all thank you very much for donating guys really and i believe that concludes yes. <laughs> this episode it does so oh, we will so they say i don't know how to <laughs> we will see you guys next week for sure we promise we do not want to have to skip another episode that was awful trust us we felt uh, if terrible I'm sick again that. i will just die and then do this as a ghost yep sounds like a plan but, um yep. posting maybe hard <laughs> yeah but <we'll, laughs> right we'll lady just come will to each still of cry houses. for food my cats will still be in here crying because they're starving <laughs> like they've been doing this entire time <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week with a whole new scary place. Definitely. All right. Peace out. Bye. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. Visit us at our website, or so they say pod.com, where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal. Check out our merch at redbubble.com and find links to all our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.